1: Kenzie. I'm Jamie. And this is the Codependent Codependent Podcast. We are so excited to be here with some awesome people. You guys have been (laughs) requesting them
0: since they announced their podcast. Honestly, you guys, before you announced your podcast, (laughs) I wanted you to be on. We're like, I don't know how we would ever make that happen, but it's got to
1: happen. So we're so excited. We have the Herberts. We have Abby and Josh.
2: Hello. Josh is waving, but this is probably all audio. But we might throw a visual in, (laughs) so keep waving. (laughs)
1: oh she's just a king waving over there That's yes
2: right. no i mean what do you mean you didn't think it would happen we i love you guys i've been following you from the very beginning i remember one time i followed kenzie before she followed me and, i remember that and i would like message you all the time and you never like would see it and i was like oh how can i get her attention and i think i finally like commented on your instagram and then you followed me back i remember that
1: I, you were pregnant with poppy and yes. you were like i love following you like, I'm so excited to dress, like, my little girl. Like, like I love, like, your guys', like, fashion. And I was like, okay, she's adorable. Like, I'm obsessed. <laughs> so I followed you back. And then, like, you maybe, like, that was, like, probably right when you were starting TikTok. And yeah. And I just, like, followed you and, like, your journey and, like, to see where you are now. Like, it's so cool. That's so like, crazy. It's so crazy. And I would never, like, think that. We'd be where we are, and I'm I'm so excited that you guys are on our podcast. Thank you. Yeah, no. Yeah, and I, I DM'd
3: too. as well, and I didn't hear anything back uh, either. But
2: Josh also <laughs> reached
1: out. He said the patient were really cute.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes, no, that and that's I think It was like I just loved your your feed and your your Instagram, and I was like, how can I how can I do that? How can I? That's really cool. Yeah. So yeah, that's how that's how it all came about.
0: Josh posted a picture of Abby and. I commented on it, and he liked my comment. I was like, wow, Josh Josh knows me now. Uh,
2: oh, is this
0: true? <laughs> yes. He's going to be on my podcast, and we know each other. And then <laughs> I, I saw
2: Jamie's, and I was like, I didn't put it together that you guys were your sisters. And then finally, you guys posted. I was like, wait, they're, they're, they're sisters. They're, they're family. So <laughs> it all made sense.
1: I love it. So for those of you who don't know that are listening, Abby and Josh have their own podcast, Called "Who Wears the Pants." Also, I'm obsessed with that name, you guys. Me too. That is Na- the best name for you guys. I need to know.
2: Came up with that. Um, I think we was, both did. Right. It was a
3: bit of brainstorming. Our manager Maxwell kind of had some input input too. um but, but it was
2: also the like this. Like I just cut you off. Like I yeah. always over speak. I always cut jo- Josh off, and like, that like? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but no, that's literally how it is. And we'd always get comments like. Josh has stands out there. Like, people actually hate me and love Josh. Like, some of our... Josh's stands. So, every comment would be like, oh my God, she doesn't let him speak. She doesn't let him talk. Like, we know who wears the pants in that relationship. And then we're like, mm, that's it. I
3: mean she's a bully and you know it's it's finally time we're bringing it to light so
2: and i you know what i am and i'm aware of it and i'm trying my best i'm trying to be i only bully the people i love which is josh and my mom (laughs)
3: your your mom that's a whole (laughs) nother level of bullying
2: and um just no my mom i know she's listening to this because she follows everything we do and I love her, Abby so. gets
3: so <laughs> aggravated her mom will like pull up a TikTok of Abby or something while we're in the room and it's just like you could see the fire in Abby's eyes she just gets it's so annoying I mean right?
2: isn't that weird you're in a room with someone and they're watching your content like I don't even watch my own content like I don't yeah. I don't like it so my mom last night was watching a video of, of us and I said mom do you have to be watching that right now <laughs> like go watch it in private like I don't want to I don't know so that's just me but <laughs>
0: guys that's funny because actually last night, Justin came home from work and he was like, oh, so like this happened and this happened and this happened. I'm like, how do you know? He's like, well, I watched your Instagram story. I'm like, can you not?
2: Like,
0: no, you just me because now I have nothing to tell you.
2: It's embarrassing. I hate, like, I forget that people actually watch my content. Like, for me, yeah. I love creating it and making it and just putting it out. But then I'm like, oh, crap. Like, people actually watch it. How so- about me,
3: like, dancing <laughs> on <laughs> your channel? <laughs> how about me? Okay, <laughs> yeah. you guys
1: little bit of an introduction who you are where you live kind of your life how you guys met should i all
3: of them should i go first i'll take the reins on this <laughs> one abby um yep so my name is josh herbert uh born and raised in pittsburgh uh we still live here uh home for me has always been you know here i love it here a lot of family here um grew up my family was in the home building industry so i kind of grew up You know, doing manual labor. He was a manly man, he's trying to say. (laughs) Manly man. Um, Just around construction a lot and like learning a lot in that world. Um, Played hockey, ice hockey my whole life. I also wrestled. um, Loved art as well. So um, did a lot of like painting, uh, sculpture work. What's your degree? Uh, My degree is in art. I went to college. (laughs) It's the
2: basic art degree.
3: (laughs) I went to college at the time because I was like chasing my then girlfriend and she went there. And a lot of my high school teammates went to this college, Slippery Rock um it's just north of pittsburgh and uh they had actually had a really good art program as well uh they built a whole new facility the year i went um so studied there for four years um don't remember a lot because i pretty much just partied the whole entire time and played hockey but fun fact Um, about
2: josh you didn't drink alcohol till you're 21.
3: yeah i didn't drink uh till i was 21 it wasn't because i was against it uh I grew up, I've had panic disorder, as far as I know, since I was 10. First panic attack was in church, actually, um, and I had it ever since, and I thought I would get more panicky if I drank alcohol, so my freshman year, we had to shoot the boot, which they fill up this really old skate, hockey skate, with everything at the party all the booze and then you have to chug it and i was like well i don't drink so they filled it with milk <laughs> and, <We laughs> actually you know, and, with and it actually even like curdled up because was still alcohol remnants and mold in it um but i had to drink that um and then i started drinking no. uh pretty heavily after okay. so but anyway um i have a good balance now in life i don't drink too much but uh yeah so that's kind of my story and then uh, after or actually sophomore sorry junior year i started posting covers on youtube like i was doing like justin Bieber covers one direction covers um and i would have my hockey teammates film me to put like put it up there and i'd like set up the camera and everything because i was into like the art and photography side of it um of me playing um i'm trying to fast forward the whole story after college, lived in New York for a little bit, really pursuing well, music. you really like I'm, I'm going. I'm <laughs> you're going, just through, going
2: it. through your whole life. And I'm uh, learning about Josh. Yeah, moved, love it.
3: Moved back home uh, and met my good friend Dan now, who helps us with the podcast. We've been friends for a lot of years. Uh, and I was shooting a music video for my new song, right? Uh, this awesome song I was coming out with, and I was like, "Hey, Dan, I need." A girlfriend from a music video you know like a fake girlfriend so he's like all right and he had contacts with the local modeling agency in Pittsburgh so he's like all right you know let me let me see like who we can get and he sent me a uh, picture I think there was like five or six models and he was like hey like let me know if like any of these like pique your interest and I was like that one and it was Abby and I knew nothing about her I was like oh wow get her and lo and behold Abby came out we met on set of the music video uh, which is online it's songs called everything's all right on YouTube Uh, But it's cool because that's like the first time we met is on video, which is crazy. And
2: I guess that's where I come into play. And that's where Abby comes into play. (laughs) Um, So yeah, um, Abby Herbert, that's my name now. And (laughs) I was going to say my maiden name, but I kind of don't want to. I kind of like to keep it a mystery, even though you can Google and I'm sure you can find my maiden name. Um, But yeah, no. So I grew up in Steubenville, Ohio, which is Josh is in Pittsburgh. And it's about what, an hour? our way very minutes. small small town in Ohio like I actually grew up in Wintersville Ohio which is like the village inside of Steubenville so we had one our restaurant was Burger King like that's all we had and we had yeah, yeah no <laughs> like that was my growing up so we grew up very very small town um had a normal upbringing life and then um Never went to college because I was trying to pursue modeling. I dropped out of college twice. I signed, like, my, well, for one, my family, we didn't have money to go to a big university. I wanted to go to, like, Kent State. I don't know if you guys have heard of Kent State University or, like, Ohio State. Like, those were, like, my big colleges yeah. I wanted to go to. Um, and we just, we didn't have the money to go, so I, I got a full scholarship to the community college in Steubenville, Ohio. Yes. A full ride. And... um. Uh, well, I dropped I out like a week after. <laughs> so, uh, that's my story. And then I try to pursue modeling. And, um, I was in New York for a bit, then came home and I met Dan, who's the one Josh met. And, um, I met him early on. So we were mutuals and I, I don't think I ever, I didn't know of you at the time. Like, yeah, I only met you from that music video. Yeah. Um, he was like, Hey, my buddy's needs a girl girlfriend for his music video. Do you want to like try this out? And I was like, yeah, this sounds fun. I brought my mom there. Like my mom drove me. She was at the shoot and um yeah, it was kind of it was it's a weird it's a weird situation how we met cuz it's all on camera. And
3: then we like we stayed friends like kind of not really, but it like It was like
2: this weird thing cuz were it's both like,
3: friends with Dan. So like I'd always be like, "Oh, what's Abby up to?" or like something like that and
2: Well, if we're being honest, our age difference yeah. like <laughs> <laughs> like that was a bit of a problem that was, that was a bit of a problem um we are how many years apart seven six, six or seven it's six weird and six and a half i think so i'm how old am i 26 how old are you you're <laughs> 30 turning 33 God.
3: i'm gonna be 33
2: huh? <laughs> so how many years is that six and a half yeah
0: I don't know but anyway <laughs> so who's
3: counting anyway
0: you were like 26 and 20 like for some reason I feel like when you're past that like 25 it doesn't sound that bad I I was, like, agree. No, that's not no bad.
2: exactly and when we met I was obviously I was young I was younger um and it was literally for a job for a career not for a career it was for a job um my mom was there with me and obviously like I don't remember because I don't I don't know, that wasn't that long ago, but I really just don't remember. But I must have thought he was cute because like, I mean, Josh is like a good looking guy. (laughs) And I but I don't remember anything. I I remember being friends with him on like Twitter and Twitter was really big at the time. Instagram really wasn't like huge. Like I didn't really use it. This is like
3: 2013.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So I remember him like would he'd always tweet me or like do something. and I'd be like, this guy's weird. My mom loved Josh yeah. from the beginning. They So she met Josh on set and she just was like, he's so handsome. He's so cute. Like I was like, mom, do you want to date him? Like, go ahead. <laughs> um, she loved him. <laughs> and um, right out of high school I, I had a really bad breakup in high school. I thought, you know, if you've ever had you know, had that relationship in high school, the love of your life, I thought I was gonna marry this guy. Literally, I was a little crazy. I was a psycho ex <laughs> I still am. But I I went through a very bad, dark place in my life and my mom obviously was involved and knew everything that was going on and that's when I started like drinking really bad I was in the wrong crowd and me and this guy after we broke up in high school and it was going on for three to four years after the breakup he was we were still playing like playing with each other's minds and it it was just it was really bad really toxic and I hit a very bad breaking point at one one time and my mom was like hey like do you remember Josh Herbert so this was 2000 we met 2012 2013 I think I can't remember 2013 and this was um, October 2015 so like two years have went by and my mom saw where I was at in my life and really all I wanted was like someone to like love me I know that's so weird to say but I wanted someone to like just really like me for who I was and I couldn't find that with who I was surrounding myself with even if it wasn't like a relationship I just needed a friend like a better friend or just new people in my life and my mom I remember she was like do you remember Josh josh Herbert, I was like yeah like i see him on social media like he's just weird like i honestly was like he makes no sense to me like he was so good looking but never had a girlfriend but would had this weird he would he would message me weird things i was like, just awkward because i know his humor now so i know where it was coming from but like at the time i'm like this guy's just weird and my mom was like do you know like his song ohio and i'm like no, she's like I think he wrote it about you and I was like mom like why are you following him like stop doing this and she was like just just give him a chance and something literally I was like you know what whatever mom just to get her to shut up I texted him it was like hey do you want to like hang out and he immediately was like yes like, I was
3: like, as soon as the bubbles were coming over
2: and I just like hit him up out of nowhere and I was like hey do you want to like hang out like I know like we haven't really talked in a while and I I knew he like I felt like you kind of liked me. I don't yeah, know. I think I
3: was like, yeah, I think I can carve out some time.
2: <laughs> <You know? laughs> so um, I planned to hang out with him. And then literally the day of I was like, yeah, sorry, I'm busy. I have to go to a party.
3: Not only the day of, like an, an hour, hour before, before. she was, we were going to go out to dinner. She was going to come over to my apartment and then I was going to drive us out, grab some like pizza and stuff and hang an hour before. Yeah, I was like, she sorry, I me. have a
2: party to go to so that i got that like too. a
3: haircut that day i got like all ready and mind you i hadn't been on a date in six years like barely even talked to girls because i was like invested in my music like a lot of my friends yep. thought i was gay because i just didn't talk to anyone and it was <laughs> it wasn't the fact like i just i was all into music and i had a little bit of anxiety like dating i had trouble I mean, like i could talk to girls like online but as soon as it came to like physically going on a date like i got real panicky and i
2: had like an online girlfriend didn't you
3: for that i had a couple online girlfriends (laughs) like just like real random i think i was looking for the same thing abby was i was looking for a connection and someone i could be comfortable with um
2: i just remember there was a girl that you like you guys like you liked her but like you never met her like that's what i'm saying like you you wanted to pursue girls. wasn't her name (laughs) rosie Rosie? (laughs) yeah Yeah. which was never talked about because I, I, I found all that out after we started yeah. dating.
3: She was an extra for Game of Thrones, I think.
2: You um, loved her because she looked like Khaleesi. Yeah. Sorry, we're that going so anyway. off topic. <laughs> There's so but, much happening.
3: So anyway, um, yeah. And we finally, then that, that day passed. And I, I was honestly like, I, I was very angry. I was like, I'm done with her. Like, you whatever. unfollowed me. I unfollowed her. I was like, D-, and when you unfollow you someone, follow. you're like, out, you're gone. You're out of my life. And and then, uh,
2: and then finally, I had a bad blow up at this party in Ohio State, um, I was got blacked out, drunk. I physically tried to hurt someone. Like it Ugh. literally got Jeez. so bad. Like I, it, I was like in a bad, bad place. I came home and my mom was like, "You, you're done with whoever you're surrounding yourself with. This can't be. This can't be happening." And then the next weekend, I hung out with Josh and I never came back home. Basically, like oh, it's just, it's wild. It, just, it
3: honestly like. You know, we we kind of like stayed in touch, but it was like when we hung out, like it was just so comfortable. Like I wasn't tr- I, like I wasn't nervous. Like we weren't trying to like impress each other. It was just like a very comfortable lot like love. Like we yeah. just we really loved each other and like it was just and great. And we, we
2: moved fast. So we um we started dating in like officially like in November, like end of November. November 19th. November 19th. <laughs> um we started dating and I moved in with him what was that like?
0: November 20th. Just kidding. Yeah, no, literally.
3: Uh, yeah, honestly, so I was, was like, well, I things- didn't know it was going to be like this. <laughs> so <laughs> so it was like, one oh. of
2: those things where it was like, I was coming up on a Friday, then I was coming up Friday, Saturday, then I was coming up Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and then I was like, no, it's never going home. And, yes. um, only- similar, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, similar situation that I never went home. And, you know, obviously with, I mean, at the time we were both, I was 19 turning 20. Josh was
3: 20,
2: 40. No, 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 no. Josh was 26. So I feel people think that like we started dating when I was like 16, 17. No, like we were never even in the same state when we were, when I was in high school, like people don't understand that story. So, um, we started dating when I was like 19 turning 20 and I think why my mom, obviously for one, people are like, how could your mom be okay with that? For one, I was financially independent the second I turned 18. Like, I didn't grow up in a household where my I was living under my parents financially. Like, they could not control me. I was working. I If I wanted to do things, I had to pay for it myself. So, like, my mom had no, my parents had no hold of me saying, like, you can't leave the house because I'm paying this, this, and this. If, exactly. if, and that was, like, a hard transition. But at the same time, my mom also saw how, bad of a state I was in and how unhappy and, and dark my life was and how much it changed. She was just like whatever's going to put her on the right path and she knew Josh was the right person for me. So that's another well, reason I why. And I think she saw worked. the change
3: in you like you're you became a lot more happy. Oh my like, li-
2: my life completely changed at the time I got dropped from all my modeling agencies. I was drinking every single day basically every weekend, blacking out. I didn't know what I want to do with my life. I was severely unhealthy. And then two months into dating, I got signed with all my modeling agencies again. Everything was picking off. You were pushing me to like get a job and, and start working and modeling and pursuing. He wanted me to like, he was always like, get on Instagram. Like you could. I And I, I can attest to this.
3: I said it before. When Abby and I first started dating, I would always look at, she had like 2,000 followers maybe. Yeah. And I was always like, Abby, like you're going to have a million followers one day. Like I just see it. Like I don't know how you don't have more. And so like from day one, like I just saw like all like all of her potential and she's so hardworking and Thank I'm you. sure like you guys can see that very similar, you know, as you guys, and it's like I always knew that was there. It was just she needed she needed the right person who like believed in her and like never like belittled her like her past experiences and stuff and uh it and I, it worked I, out in my favor cool. too. So Yeah.
1: That's so important, like I don't know, I feel like having somebody in your life that like believes in who you are and like I don't know I think as like a woman sometimes like that's like what we need like you can believe like okay I think I could do more than this I think I could but then having somebody else that's like no you are more than this and like, like you actually can like, like it's not just a dream it's like exactly and yeah, and it's not your mom like of course your mom's gonna say that like I would tell Pace in that no matter what like it's somebody like outside of that circle like pushing you and telling you that they believe in you like it's so it's so different
2: yeah no it's definitely what i need it's what they needed
0: completely and going into like the sobriety thing i think that that is like such a like it's an important part of your story that obviously you've like told before and um i was curious josh's perspective on that like how uh how that works in your relationship now
3: yeah i love it
0: (laughs) Bobby, did you just like when you guys like got together
1: like
2: was that it for drinking for you like, oh you still- no no so we he, almost
3: broke up he's because the one that made
2: me get completely sober so in the beginning um like a couple or a couple of times after well, the, hanging well, the out, first
3: time we hung out first time
2: ever i blacked out and threw up in his bathroom and i don't know how you still love i was that. mortified
3: because i'm like oh my god she's gonna think like i like got her sick or something and like she, i And I just didn't know. And she got like so sick. She was throwing up. I was like holding her hair back. Like I made sure she, you know, got a good rest and made sure she had water and stuff. I was like, this girl's like going to hate me after this. But I hadn't, I didn't know about her like past of like binge drinking and like pretty much drinking until she threw up. So blacking out. And blacking (laughs) out. And that was like a wake up call for me. I'm like, okay, this isn't just like going out and having fun drinking. Like she's like has an addiction or like.
2: Yeah, I had a, a problem. So after that night, I was like, I couldn't believe he still wanted to talk to me. But it, you know, we we worked it out, and he he, you must have just thought like, oh, it was just one crazy silly night, like, um, and we we kept going out, we kept drinking. I had a fake ID. Um, Josh hated it. He did not like that we used it because for one, with his anxiety. Um, yeah, like. Yeah.
3: I just God. didn't want to like mess around with that at all. I was like, "That's yeah." And
2: um, finally, there was. I mean, I was still drinking here and there, but like, not crazy. Not as crazy but when i was drinking it was blacking out embarrassing myself crying you know doing the whole thing so we um, were at a
3: party yeah uh it was like a ton of my friends and stuff and it was one of my friends birthdays or something
2: i don't know anyway and we're at
3: this house and she was drinking so much and people were like deciding like where they wanted to go like next after the house you know we were all pre-gaming at the house and like drinking and i don't really remember the context of what happened but it was like so awkward and abby was just like screaming at me for no reason like i was blacked
2: out, blacked like, I out don't just
3: remember. like me ma- painting me to be like this awful person i'm like what is going on crying right now in the crying corner. i was literally in my car with the key almost turned to ignition like i was just gonna go home and never talk to her again we had been dating like for a couple months months. into this point i was like okay this is like not right we were Um, living
2: together at that point yeah Yeah.
3: and i was like i'm i'm going home i don't know what made me like i stopped i got out of the car i collected myself you know we went on with the night i was i was holding in this just (laughs) anger and just like i was furious i was so embarrassed like all my friends were like laughing like oh like you know and it was just a bad scene and i the next day i was like hey like I I I don't think you know I think we should break up like I, this isn't what I I have in store for you and like it's not what I want either and I don't think this is beneficial for either of us um and it was from that day on like you made a turning point like you would have like a drink here and there and then all of a sudden you just you cut it out of your life
2: Yeah no I, I completely cut it out after after that and I went um 2 years without even taking like a sip of alcohol um I we were in Vegas what for my 20th birthday and 20 19th and 20th birthday or 21st 21st was here okay i don't know yeah. i don't know we were in vegas and i remember like obviously you're tempted when you're in vegas for your birthday no matter you know obviously wasn't legal age but like nope didn't drink anything didn't touch anything and then finally i got to a point where i was having like then i was getting some body image issues i was because once you stop drinking alcohol the way i was drinking i gained well I gained so much weight drinking alcohol because there's just
3: it's empty calories. It's empty, you know. It's
2: just I was just so unhealthy because I was drinking so much, and then you eat, um, so I gained a ton of weight, and that's why I got dropped from my modeling agencies. And then when I stopped drinking alcohol, I got I lost a ton of weight and got healthy again. But then I was going to the extreme unhealthy um and I was down to like 99 pounds at one point and then I was like not I was just not doing well I was afraid I remember we went into a pizza shop one time and I started crying because I couldn't eat the pizza like I didn't want to eat the pizza in front of me um so I was like okay this isn't good so I was trying to and it would all stem from alcohol because I was so afraid if I would drink alcohol after all this negativity and all this bad stuff would start happening again so I tried to find the balance of having a sip or two and I did there was it was like for a couple a month or two we tried to go out and I'd have a glass and because I wanted to learn how to just drink one glass and be okay
0: right. completely
2: and um I just quickly found out like it's still not for me there's nothing for it there was no benefit there's I don't like it. There's no need to. So then I just was like, I'm completely sober. I don't need to drink. And I love saying that I'm sober. I love saying I don't drink. I think it's so fun. And um, I love seeing people's reactions. I don't know why. It just, it's just because in- I know how bad I was in that place yeah. and that I didn't ever think there was a time where I could say that. So yeah, it's um, probably
0: so empowering. E- like, exactly. Oh, no I don't. There's a there's a reason. There's a history. It's is inspiring that, too. good. Is- you-
3: Go ahead. Sorry, did you do you drink? Yeah, uh, so well, what I was getting to was it's inspiring because I, like I said, I didn't drink till I was like twenty one, and then for for me, once I did start drinking, I was almost like, huh, why didn't I start earlier in my head? Because dealing with panic disorder and having panic attacks, when I would drink alcohol, that side of me would almost disappear, and I became like what I felt was like Superman, Josh. Like I could talk to anybody, I could go anywhere. I have trouble flying. If I drank and got smashed, I could get on an airplane. And I'm like, whatever, I don't care. You know, and <laughs> it became part of my life. I wouldn't be able to go into a social environment without having a beer or without drinking. Um, it, it made me into like, I felt like I was indestructible when I, when I drank. And but I then, pushed
2: him not to do that because I said that's not good to rely on alcohol yeah. to get over those things. Like that's not the solution.
3: And it took me obviously a lot of years, even up until uh, Abby's pregnancy with Poppy, like I went to my friend's show and I was just crushing beers and I ended up like puking my guts out. And then that, that time was like the last time I threw up from drinking as a about to be father. Um, and since having Poppy, I, I'm proud to say I haven't thrown up from drinking because that was an issue for me. I would just binge drink until, you know, I, I, know, I was also...
2: But you were never the big drinker because you were always taking care of me in our relationship. Yeah. That's the thing. I didn't really know you as a big drinker because yeah. you were always the one having to take care of me. Yeah. But you've had one or two. Instances. Like, you weren't bad. I
3: wasn't bad, but, like, I definitely have, have drank a lot of alcohol in my life. And as now, you know, being a dad, and I'm very in- interested in, like, my health... Um, what I'm eating, what's going into my body. Um, so I have drastically cut it out. Like I'm not saying I don't drink, but I liked how Chris put it. I live a, uh, a wet, damp. A damp. Did he say damp? A damp life. lifestyle. So now like I, I enjoy like a glass or two of wine at night and yeah. just like really calm my body. It's not about yeah. going out to a social event and getting smashed. It's But just you like, like
2: it every night, which is not good. I st- I did like it every
3: <laughs> night, but I cut that back even more. I haven't really drank much wine Um but, I
2: would love you to be completely But a, a testament
3: to it was we started to go to a lot more penguin hockey games. Yeah. And honestly, as a, a adult over 21, I wouldn't be able to walk in there into a crowded facility like that without having like a beer or having something. In the past few games, like I just sip on water. And so that was a real testament for me to get over that like social uh, environment, being cro- in a crowded space for me as a trigger so having a drink, I'm like, oh, I don't care. And I'm, that's why know. I would
2: like you to be completely sober. Not because I don't want him to drink alcohol. He can do that. I just know why he has to have that one beer or two beers for that social setting.
3: And, yeah, and I, I do enjoy like beyond that, like I enjoy the taste of like a beer after a long yeah. day or like something like that. Um, so I, I can't promise that I'm going to live a sober life one day. Um, but I've, I've definitely promised myself I'm drastically cutting out a lot like pretty much 90 percent of the alcohol intake so and i've I'm i've seen like the effects a, of doing that
1: a healthy boundary and like you guys had like unhealthy boundaries but in completely different ways
2: exactly yeah. but and
1: that's I, probably in, in a lot of ways you guys can understand each other and like it was it's probably helpful for abby to like see your support of like not drinking when like she needed your support of that you know and now abby gets to like be the strong one like i feel like that's like anything in a marriage of like it that's give and take of being married like there's a lot of things i fall short on at times that dj can pick up on and there's things that dj falls short on that he will pick up on and i mean that's that's what marriage is it's just getting through the hard times of your lives but You have different hard times and every stage of life is so different and hard in its own way.
2: No, exactly. Is it
0: hard, Abby, to, I guess like kind of a couple questions, but is it hard? Like, is it ever tempting to you to like want to drink again? Not at all. You're just like, totally know that it's just like, that's not for me and I'm not.
2: No desire. How,
0: How is it with like going out with friends? Because I think this is something for me and Kenzie that, is kind of like hard and we always feel like we're like babies or like that we're super young because we don't drink but we're like we can still go out and have fun and not drink but like the friends that we're with or whatever and they they're choosing to drink which is totally fine and like they're drinking in a social setting but it's like almost uncomfortable for us like we feel like we're so young yeah and I feel like also to be like we'll purposefully not get invited to things knowing we're not drinking Got you know what it. i mean it's like, like people don't invite us because they're like oh they don't drink like they're not gonna have fun anyway. anyways so like why bring them and also yeah. i think not drinking
1: makes other people uncomfortable yeah because like, they want I'm- you to
3: like join in on it and like be a part of it and they they know that you not drinking is the better choice and the healthier choice, but they can't make that yet. So a lot of people feel uncomfortable because they know they probably shouldn't be drinking yeah. and they like aspire to not drink, but they are. So I think for I me, I, I just
2: I just straight up say like, I just don't drink. Like I just get it out there. I don't even give the assumption. I don't, I don't even let them ask why I'm not drinking. I just say, I don't drink alcohol. And if they ask why, I just say, I had an alcohol problem. I don't drink. Like, if, And then it makes them uncomfortable to even ask and question it. So, uh, but no, I, I personally, for me, I don't even like, I can't even think about it. I'm like, I know what I'm doing for myself. And if they're uncomfortable or don't want to invite me out because I'm not drinking, then I don't even want to be friends with them. I don't even want to be associated. Why would I want to hang out with them if they can't appreciate me for who I am. And I feel like I have natural high energy and and craziness. I don't need that to alter my mind. Cause honestly all alcohol did for me was make me sad, cry and mean, (laughs) like it did nothing. It never made me fun. Like I was not the ever, the fun drunk person. Um, and I just Yourself love, sober. yeah, I just love being able to like know what I'm saying, not make sure I'm not making anyone mad. And I, I always order, uh, mocktails anywhere I go. Um, I, love- yeah, so I think, cause you can always have a, something, I don't need to have that drink in my hand, but I, I'm just like, Hey, if, if everyone at the table is ordering a cocktail, I'm like, just give me a mocktail.
3: Yeah. Something to sip yeah. on and like talk. And yeah.
2: So for me, I'm just like, I try not to, I feel like. I just, I'm just very open with it and like I've never experienced feeling like shame from anyone. Personally, I haven't experienced that. But I know that is a big question because a lot of people ask me, how do I go out? How do I do these things without drinking? And I'm like, how could I not do them without drinking? Why, do I, why would I need to be drinking to go to a wedding? I don't need to drink to Please. go to a wedding. Yep. I don't need a drink to dance. <laughs>
1: So when you stopped drinking, you had, you started getting some body image issues. How was, how was that to overcome without drinking? How was that?
2: Yeah, that was, that was tough. I mean, obviously in the modeling industry, everyone was praising my body for how thin it was and how, how, uh, like I was doing barcode three times a day and how like I had a six pack and all these young girls were always like, asking me my. What I was doing and what I was eating, and um, I actually had
1: like fueling the fire. What was that? Like fueling your fire? Yes, like, yes,
2: no, and, and deep down, I was like struggling. Um, there was to a point where I wouldn't chew gum because it had sugar in it. Um, so I was diagnosed with PCOS. I had what was that? Like two thousand seventeen, two thousand sixteen. I went on this whole holistic life journey. I was vegan. I took the birth control i took birth control from the time i was 15 to 20 was i 21 22 i think I i was 20 21 22 i can't remember the exact age but um finally at this point in my life where i found that i wanted to be vegan i wanted to be off all medication i wanted to live this just natural lifestyle I was like, why am I taking this birth control pill? Like what's it done for me? Um, and I took, I stopped taking it and not even one month later, I had full blown cystic acne all over my face. Like, and when I, people think I'm dramatic, but like it was
1: so, yeah,
2: it was severe cystic acne. And I mean, Josh, that was, that's when I started losing all my weight because I was so just unhappy and Trying to figure out my skin, trying to model, but then having the PCOS diagnosis, I was like, "You read all this stuff where it says you shouldn't eat sugar, you shouldn't eat this, you should when you have PCOS, trying to heal it naturally." Um, so yeah, I wouldn't chew gum, I wouldn't eat what I ate chickpeas and sweet potatoes, like that yes, was all I would yeah. eat every single day. Um, and life got really bad. I lost a ton of weight. My skin was getting worse, um, and all my mo- my agencies were like we love you but you can't work like this like we can't and I didn't want to go to set and go to work with my face like this I no clothes would fit me because I was so thin um so finally I was like you know what maybe let me just go back to the way I was living before trying to live this lifestyle and everything just kind of slowly Fell back into place and started working out again. And I started taking care of my skin. Um, But yeah, no, it was it was a crazy time because I wasn't working. I was just literally obsessed with trying to figure out what was going to make my skin better. And um, yeah, yeah, it, it was crazy. So then I feel like once I got my skin figured out, I realized I was like, okay, it's not healthy for me to be this thin and living this way. So I found out vegan being a vegan wasn't for me. It was actually hurting my body. Cause instead of eating healthy alternatives, I was just eating like, like pasta. Soy yeah. And, like I was just doing yeah. like eating, you know, things that just didn't have cheese or dairy in like it. Like soy
3: meat. And yeah. Stuff yeah. Like so that. it
2: just, it just wasn't good for me. So once I just started going back to just like everything in moderation and just do eating what I want to eat and enjoy, Everything just fell into place, I mean to be honest i've always been a naturally thin person, like my metabolism like i've ne- it's never been an issue for me um so I like my life just everything just fell into place and worked back out but um yeah but the body image um thing was really was really hard because you you get praised for being so thin and healthy online, and I was like doing this vlog of telling everyone what I was eating every day in reality, I was just like sad and like you know yeah. so that's why i i try that's not to sh- i don't, don't like to share media. what i eat was that kind of
1: where started? what was that was that kind of where your social media started
2: Yeah. So, like I, blogging i actually tried um gosh remember i had my 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 blog thing when we were out in la I um i tried and that's i had like five thousand six thousand followers i tried that and i mean there's nothing coming from it I wasn't making money and then um what I tried I had an online clothing boutique I really wanted I love clothes and I really wanted to do that so um I started that in December of 2019 and then obviously we know February 2020 March 2020 uh, the world changed completely so I unfortunately had to stop doing that so really I had I had a d de- like five thousand followers, mm-hmm. but like it was all friends and family, like in people I've met throughout social, like throughout modeling.
1: Yes. So yeah. where does where did you guys start TikTok? How did how did that start? Because I mean, obviously, look at where you guys are now. Like it's it's, it's nuts. Cra- That's just within the last two years. Like obviously, we we're talking about how me and you started messaging at first, but like from then, you like you guys have just blown up. Did you expect that to happen?
2: No, But at the same time, it's so funny because I texted my my model friends who we all worked at uh, Route 21, uh, like the hairstylists, the makeup artists, and the models, and we're all good friends. And I remember texting them right when I made TikTok. And I said, I want to become an influencer. I'm going to become TikTok famous, like as a joke. So every year they like bring it up to me. They're like, you literally said what you were going to do. Um, but yeah, I started TikTok. It's crazy. I started TikTok for my clothing Store, my online boutique and I think I got two views on one video and I was like oh this isn't working and I loved Vine I was a Vine girly growing up I was always <laughs> always wanted to be Vine famous and it never happened because I never posted so with TikTok I tried the online boutique it didn't work I tried modeling like this is how to become a model this is how to pose this is how to do that and like those videos weren't doing anything and then finally I did one video where I took our wedding footage and I said like how we met on set of a music video and we're now married. And I remember going to bed and waking up it had 600,000 views. And I, I screamed. You, I do well, remember she that. kept like
3: updating me. Like she's
2: like, we're a million views. Where, I was oh like, it's God. 650. Oh my God. <laughs> now it's 800,000. Now we're at a million. And it got like s- three or 4 million views. I oh want to say. God, yeah. And my following went from like maybe 20 to like 15,000 in one day just from that one That's video. Hilarious. I've never had 15,000 followers in my life ever. Like, <laughs>
1: like like I am an influencer. Yeah, I
2: was like this is it. And Josh actually had a following on his because of his music and Facebook. He was big on Facebook. Um so he had like a, he always had like a higher number than me. I think at the time you might have had like 30,000 on TikTok. Yeah, I think or i was on hovering on around on like uh, Instagram. Yeah,
3: like 29,000.
2: So <laughs> so I remember being like oh my god, this is nuts. But like Instagram following to TikTok following is just not the same. Like, like yeah. you said, oh. TikTok is such an active community and they'll, they'll ride along with you for forever. Um, yeah. So I, I tried to do another video of modeling and it flopped. And I was like, okay, Josh is my ticket to TikTok fame. So I did a video pranking him. Um, it was a trend. Oh my God, it's so embarrassing. It was the trend, uh, surprising my husband like naked, remember yes, that guys. i mean i this is I've we never, should bring that trend back. i've never said <laughs> no <laughs> i've never said this but i was not naked like it was obviously staged obviously and it was fake and he did his you? great acting skills but I, I didn't catch that you could see my sweatpants <laughs> in the bottom of the photo so or in the bottom of the video so actually some people called us out yeah um but that video got like four million views and then we went to like a hundred thousand followers and we just started these pranks and reactions and which um, at
3: the time I wanted nothing to do with TikTok because where I was at in my life like I went on tour with music you know the music I was just very like mad at the music world because like I didn't really get where I wanted to be in it and I was on this app called viddy which was even before vine and I, I was posting stuff on Facebook and I was just like done with You know, social media and the apps. I would post stuff on Instagram for like my friends and whoever followed my music at the time, but was just over it. And I was at the time working like my first job, real job, corporate job I ever had. So it was like my first, like, hey, here's a salary. Oh, he hated it. Health benefits. So I finally had this job. And then she was like having me do these TikToks. I'm like, no. And then people at my work started to be like, oh, there's Mr. TikTok. And like they were finding these videos. And I was like, no. But it was
2: actually like perfect timing because you got furloughed from your job yeah, because cause then the, the world shut
3: down and like our whole company like everyone got furloughed so i was out of work and we was, were home 24
2: 7 together and i was yeah. trying to i was on TikTok all day every day and i would film like six videos a day in the beginning like i was obsessed and they basically all featured josh doing reactions doing pranks and then i think we got
3: our first brand deal yes and then from there well and, no, like,
2: do you remember um uh, was it Princess Polly? One of one of the clothing companies yes. reached out and was like, "Alex, uh, we'll pay you five hundred dollars for like five TikToks." And I was like, yes, "Absolutely done."
0: Yes. Yeah, we were like, "What? Really? What? Five hundred dollars?" Um.
2: Yes, and they'll send me free clothes. Yes. So um, I did that, five. and then we quickly grew. So we started in April of end of March early April of 2020 and then by June we had a million followers like we had, That's had crazy. it's crazy and we were That's- i we were busting out TikToks every single day, growing.
3: And then we were seeing like, even like her Instagram then was growing. Like, so people were like coming over and then we decided like, oh, and our manager was like, you guys should do like a YouTube. That's like another avenue. So then we started YouTube. And we were just seeing like, everything I just pushed was everyone like, to YouTube. Everything it was kept growing and we just crazy. kept like Abby, like I said, like hustling, like nonstop, like all day. I was kind of getting burnout, but then she would just keep, you know, having things coming. I saw the growth and the benefit and I was like, all right, this there could be something here like let's do it
2: yeah i mean we were able like at before tiktok we were like in debt we didn't know how we just put our car payment on kinda, hold like we kind of
3: like depressed outside of our like love life obviously happy but like kind of depressed i was like i'm just this is it like i'm working the corporate job we like, wanted whatever, to you know i wanted to
2: buy a home and we were looking homes in this market were like two hundred thousand dollars and i was like how will we ever have $200,000 to buy a home like we didn't like we were just like well we're never gonna leave our townhome we're never gonna leave this life this we thing. have so for us we were just like all in or not because we we didn't have anything else like we there was working. really nothing
3: to risk either at that point yeah. we're like let's just do it
0: I remember listening to your guys's podcast episode and you guys had said that Josh had just bought a new truck yeah and yeah. you were how are we gonna do this payment like what are we gonna do and it's like so amazing to hear. Like you, you never like dream up what you've done, but now you're like, oh my gosh, like this, this is like my dream life. I like think how- a
2: year, exactly a year after TikTok, we were able to buy pay the car. Yeah, off we paid. We bought the full. truck in
3: full, paid it off, and
2: it was like I've never. I remember calling my mom because once again, I, I didn't, we, I didn't grow up in a household where you could just like buy things and like pay things off in full. So I remember calling her, being like, "Is this crazy that we are?" we are paying this car off in full and she's like you know what it is it's a lot of money but like you have to pay the car off eventually like but you and, have to pay the car off I and was it like, was <gasps>
3: our only asset like we had no yeah. other asset we were paying rent for our town home like had nothing else so we had one asset and I it think was a we truck had
2: like ten thousand dollars <laughs> or something to still pay on it and i've never in my life seen a check with that many like zeros before so oh, it was it was a, it was a crazy thing yeah. but like um, and it's, it's just wild that, that it was just all from, from TikTok. And I mean, I, I will, you can call me t- Abby TikTok star forever because that is how we got this platform and how yeah. we are, where we are today. So I, I mean, I love TikTok so much.
1: <laughs> Josh, did you have any, like with your, like mental health and your anxiety, like did social media ever like cause you panic? Did it ever cause you anxiety from like social media or is that pre- was that a pretty much safe space for you.
3: Yeah, so great question. I think like I had been posting and trying to build my music platform online forever. I felt that was my safe spot like behind the camera cuz I had stage fright. Like I couldn't really get up and it took me a lot to get up in front of crowds and play live shows. So having that barrier behind the camera was my sweet spot. And I could post anything. I could make myself look great in any light, you know, and do everything. And I would take, I would honestly, I was crazy. I would do like 30 to 40 different takes of like a one minute clip. So it sounded, I still (laughs) do. Um. So it sounded perfect, you know, Um, I don't do it as crazy now. I kind of like, hey, this is my voice, whatever. Um. So that was always like a safe space for me. And I think after doing that so long, like a lot of the stuff we do on Abby's TikToks, like, people would call it kind of cringy and like you know I do like we would
2: call it (laughs) it crazy
3: weird stuff that I'm sure like my friends from high school send to each other like what and that's the
2: thing I never took into consideration or I've actually never said this like I am so appreciative that you let me post not let me but you were okay with posting those things online and doing those things because honestly there was in the beginning where Josh would I mean it was all an act it was all acting It was all for fun and jokes 90% of the time because we knew what was working and I I. and he's got such quick humor where I would just say something and he would say something really funny and we were doing that but like people online would say oh this is cringy this is this is uh corny or um they would also be like is he gay like because Josh would put it like just be funny and like I'm like why can't a good looking man masculine why can't any man be funny and it's not have to have this label being his sexuality like what does his sexuality have to do with someone being funny so i I feel like that was a big thing for you and josh reads comments i don't read anything so um i'm sure that and that was a big fight in the beginning because he was like i don't want my there's people out there to see this and i said who cares they're working their nine to five jobs probably so unhappy and we're able to work from home work together and make a living off of this stuff, and I think that's when.
3: Yeah, that's when like it took a turn where I, then like I've always been pretty comfortable like posting stuff, but now like I I honestly I don't care at all. Are oh, we like, doing we dances
2: post, now? My we favorite post thing. Whatever. I'm like I
3: don't even honestly think twice about it. Like I'm just fortunate we're able to do this as a job and like work together. Our, our favorite
2: thing is when we film uh, a funny dance, and after we just look at each other and be like. This is what we do for a living.
3: Yeah, just crazy. And it's it. like, yeah. but we're
2: so, like this is so amazing that I'm able to embarrassly dance and like people also forget like Josh is in the videos so he knows what he's doing. So like I'm not making him look any certain way. We're doing it because we know it's going to cause those comments and we know it's going to, you know, it's going to Like gonna I tuck stir. my
3: shirt in my pants really high <laughs> and stuff. Like I'm, I'm kind of weird. Like I do some weird stuff. Or but. even
2: like with we the short king and the short jokes. It's like, He's, he's in the video with me I'm, and here's what I'm saying. It's, he's not, he can, he's going to sit there and he's going to act upset because he knows that the comments are going to be like, oh, poor Josh, poor Josh. And he loves it. Like he yeah. eats, <laughs> he eats his. I love my stands. <laughs> so like, I feel like people forget like, yes, you know, we do pranks, we do reactions, we do silly things, but like we're a team. We under like we never post something without but you know he we always know what we're posting and there's if there was ever a time that josh was genuinely upset or offended would never be posted would never be filmed yeah. um because i feel like that's unfortunately the dark side of tiktok is the negative comments and the negative side uh, which so i yeah.
3: handle absolutely tremendously and i love it like especially if i get any mean dm or mean comment instantly instantly block delete gone i love it like it's like a pastime of mine i love it
0: some people which i think is hilarious they're like my favorite thing to do is pin the mean comment and then let your that's what i do that's what i do i
2: always pin it but now that they took they took pinning off you can't pin a comment anymore oh so but then it
3: started to see you can see it that but you have to realize the person who made that mean comment how sad they must be in their life already that they're actually sitting down to type that comment and then if you do pin it and everyone else gangs up on them like they're probably not in a great mental state to begin with so then even more so they're going to get all this stuff and they they end up deleting
2: it that's my thing they delete the comment
3: but in my thing you just you block them and (laughs) bye-bye gone (laughs) forever Done.
0: Sorry, can't. Yep. Bye. No, it's
1: I. I mean, I have very small, obviously, comparatively, but like we've done the videos that are like, oh, my husband putting my daughter down for bed, and I've gotten like those probably are like my highest viewed videos actually, but there was one that got like 42 million or something like ridiculous, and the comments were just coming for Deej for being like the worst dad, and like. <laughs> And the comments were just like going ballistic. Like, how, like that's so disrespectful. He's the worst dad in the world. Like, how dare you let him like do that? Like, cause I, he kept saying like five more minutes, five more minutes. Oh, I, I remember
2: this. The- I remember this video. Yeah, yes. And, and, like,
1: and like I'm the one filming. Like, clearly it's okay. Yes. Like, hey.
2: People, they don't they don't understand that. They love to be mean. So I think for us as creators and still human beings we just have to remember like josh said those people that are commenting that are either children that don't understand or they're someone that is just so unhappy Ah. and miserable with their personal life that they are getting enjoyment out of saying these things which is just so sad so i just feel bad for them because
3: it's like we i scroll every day i see videos i'm like this is the dumbest thing i've ever seen i just wasted like two minutes of my life watching it but i'm not gonna sit down and comment and put belittle this person or put them down like so that that tells you when you put your you know in the shoes of the person doing that like wow they must be extremely depressed or like very unhappy that they're like this is their outlet yeah that's
2: that's
1: a good outlook to have if somebody. If somebody came to you guys aspiring to do TikTok, Instagram, social media, what would be your biggest piece of advice
2: for them? I would go, I would say, um, literally don't worry about what anyone thinks, because if I thought about what people in my high school or hometown were saying or thinking about me, I would not be where I am today. Um, I don't care. I love what I post and I know in my brain, I know what's going to work and what's, what my audience and my, my followers, our followers love. And I will continue to do it because once again, if I cared what other people thought about me, we wouldn't be here. So you can't worry about what other people are thinking about you. Just post what you want to post and post what is working for you and your channel. If that's doing dancing, if that's singing, if that's doing corny reactions and pranks and couple things, just do it because who cares like that that's all i can say is just who cares what anyone else thinks
3: yeah and to add um i actually just had uh a young man reach out to me on instagram who i've been following because he posts these uh videos of him busking and he's so busking like on the side of the street busking
2: oh i've never heard of that yeah like you know playing
3: (laughs) playing live on the street he's from like the uk okay and i've watched his face i'm like this kid is so freaking talented. And he just hit me up. He's like, Hey man, I'm actually like out of the blue. He's like, I'm thinking about quitting music. Like it's going nowhere. Like, I don't know what to do. Yada, yada. He was like, do you ever manage people? Blah, blah, blah. But getting back to what would you tell someone? I, you know, I gave him my email. I was like, Hey, let me help you out. I'm not a manager, but I'd love to help. But the first thing I said is, are you on TikTok? And if so, like that's where you should be. And if you're going to go on that platform, just be your most authentic self because. There's just so much you know, music stuff and people trying to be something, but the artists and people that are being successful are the people doing something different and something they think is cool because cool is always changing. It's always, you know, that was cool five years ago. This is cool now. So all you can do is be your authentic self, and as long as you do that, people will gravitate to it, and the people that you want even following you will follow you because you're just being Exactly, real self, so. be real
2: and authentic. Cause I feel like I could, I can make TikToks in my my high boots, my hair, my makeup all done, and people would they assume like, or I'm a model. Like, oh, I I've got these comments before. Like, oh, she's just rich, or she just has this. But like me sharing my actual way I grew up in my life, it's like I'm the fur, I was the furthest thing from that. Like now, obviously. Our lives are a little bit different and we're better financially but like that's only happened in the past two years we've had this whole backstory in life so i feel like there are creators out there who don't show that they don't like show behind the screen and they try to live this perfect curated life and it's like i feel like people gravitate right now especially with tiktok like just being real and authentic and just being who i think you everyone's are. just
3: exhausted with the facade of social yes. media and people just We just want the real you know everyone just wants to connect and wants the real thing and i think there's something invigorating about just people opening it up you know all over social media so i think it's a a good movement of where it's going
1: i love that and i totally agree with that like not having the curated feeds of everything
0: looking perfect like and i think that that's that's a cool thing about tiktok TikTok, yeah like you it's harder to have like this instagram feed and i
2: I love tiktok is like i can follow the girls that are doing get ready with me's but like they are very rich and they have every designer bag and all the clothes, but like I still love them because even though I can't have what they have, but like their personality shine. I, I'm, I'm blanking on her name, but she's one of my favorite creators to follow. I'm blanking on her actual name. This is so bad. Um, but she always has, is always doing like designer outfits, but like her, she like talks during, during her get ready's with me. And I just love her personality so much. So I just feel like, With Instagram, if I just saw her photos on Instagram, I'd be like, I wouldn't maybe gravitate towards her because I don't know her personality. I just see her showing these designer items, which I'll never have, or I'll never be able to make those photos. So um, I really encourage everyone, if they want to start on social media, try TikTok, try YouTube. I know Instagram Reels, YouTube Shorts, try that type of platform where-
3: And post what you love. And just post what you
2: love and be true to yourself and try not to like follow what's trending. Just do- Do you. Do you, yeah. I love that. What
0: what are your guys' like, I guess together, but also- I mean, separately too, but they're probably mostly together. What are your goals? Like, what is, what's something that you guys are, like aspiring for right now? Is there a number you want to hit? Is there a brand you like would love to work with?
2: For, for us, like, it's so weird because I hear these stories of like, um, like we don't collab with other people. The only person I've ever collabed with is like with Chris. I've never physically like really met other creators of talk, but like I hear these stories from other people where like this creator had only had, A million followers and was the rudest person and all they talked about were numbers and this stuff like for us we don't I don't look at numbers I don't look at our following I don't look at those things I just post daily and post what I love to post so for me I feel like there's like no number we want to hit I think for for me growing. I wanna be able to continue TikTok because I genuinely love it. I want our podcast to grow. I love, love like just doing this right now. I love sitting and talking. It's my favorite uh, yeah, thing to awesome. do. I love learning about other people. I love learning things and um even when it's just Josh and I on our on our episodes and podcasts, like it's our time to just sit and talk to each other and just I don't know. I, I really love that. So I, I really hope our podcast can continue. Um I just look forward to um just continue sharing our lives. Like I, I say this all the time. I'm not a person that can think ahead or dream ahead. I don't really have it's terrible to say I'll have goals or plans. I'm a very like in the moment person. And I think that kind of helps. Josh yeah. is my dreamer, Josh. <laughs> and this has been our relationship forever. Yeah. He's always the big dreamer and sees the vision. And I'm just like, what do I need to do in this moment to just continue being happy? Um, so I what's, what's our goals? Because I feel like you're the one that- you Yeah, have it's, all it's
3: weird asking that because for the first time, like I've always been the one of manifesting something years in advance and then finally getting to that goal. Pretty much a lot of the things in my life, that's how it happened. Like I would think of something like crazy and everyone's like, yeah, good luck. And then I would somehow find my way there in a squirrely little, you know, short King way. <laughs> and, um, you know, there's just like, I think that's always been in me, like this this tenacity to want to like, you know, achieve things. Cause I've always been told like it can't, and I hate that. I hate being told I can't do something. So that being said, when it comes to us, like I, I honestly, I'm trying to think of like where we're going or we're what we're so doing, <laughs> but we're, we're so happy doing what we want to do. And I think in that being said, like things are just doing it for us. Like, you know, we're growing and we're, we're spreading, you know, our message of just being kind and, and joy and you know, people are watching us and we get messages daily, like, wow, I had an awful day today, but just listen to your podcast, you know, turn my day around. And it's little messages like that, that I'm like, I know we're doing the right thing here. Mind you money or not money, like whatever we're doing right now. And we're very happy in our lives. If we can keep continuing that. So I think it's funny, like there is no manifestation after that. I think like, it's like we've met where we're supposed to be. It's just like continuing that path of where we're at. So
1: I forever. think, yeah. And I think a lot of the times like people look too far ahead and they want more yeah. and more and they want to be more and have more. And like, I mean, I'm even guilty of this. Like I remember when we were living in Idaho and I didn't love Idaho and I kept thinking like, okay, well I'll be happy when I'm out of Idaho and I'm back in Arizona. like, I'll be happy when DJ gets into physical therapy school. Like I'll be happy when he's done with school. And I, I caught myself saying those things so many times, like I'll be happy when, or I'll, I'll be like successful when, and mm-hmm. like, instead of just your moment of like, wow, I'm so happy in my life right now. And to be where you guys are, like, it's very humbling to like, I don't know, I, you guys are very humble to like look in the mirror and be like, wow, we're just really happy with where we are right now.
0: So I like, I, thank I you. love that for like more and more. We're just like, we're, we're living our happiness. I love that. That's no, amazing. thank you. And I
2: feel like, and that's something where I know there's people in, in both of our lives that we see that they're always wanting more. And and they're like not, they're not social media people. They like, they, you know, they just they're always wanting something more and I just feel so bad for them because that's not like having the bigger house or having this or having that. It's not going to make you any happier. Having that Louis Vuitton bag, getting that new car. It's it's nice when you get it for the first week, whatever. And then it's just like, oh, it's just a car. Oh, it's just a bag. So for us, we're like, we don't want these Things. Yes, it's nice to have these things and, and to grow, but we're just really happy that we're able to financially support our lives. We're able to financially support our children and we're able to work from home and work together because that's all we could have ever. And we asked. are
3: like we're very grateful. Like we're building a brand new house. Like, yeah, never, never like, did we th- <laughs> like, well, that's another manifestation thing. I knew one day I'd want to build a house, a very modern house, and we're grateful enough to do that. But, i
2: never in a million no but never. it
3: wasn't like honestly it's so funny we are in a rental house right now and it's like obviously it's old it's older but it has a lot more space and abby and I are like oh my gosh like if we would have known we could have like rented this place like we probably wouldn't have built a new house like we're so happy here like <laughs> yeah. it, it's not our style whatsoever or like meeting all of our needs but like we're like, oh, we're like really content here, but you know, we already paid the loan and everything like this. So. Yeah,
2: so we <laughs> but to.
3: we're very grateful we're building <laughs> like we're, a new house. Oh, well, we're and, gonna leave. Yeah, yeah.
2: No, we literally said so. we're like, Oh, we don't we don't wanna leave yeah. this house. Should we build and then sell no, no. <laughs> sell our new house? So yeah, no, it it's that definitely I, I wanna just keep saying, like, you see these creators online because I two years ago, didn't have a following. I was following these creators. I'm like, oh my, and I, I was a model and I was in the time where they were bringing influencers into model. And I was always like, oh, this influencer, she's making triple the amount as, as I am. And why are they bringing her in? And I, I always was so kind of angry, but then I understand the hard, like the work it takes, but also we are so understanding of how lucky and uh, bless our lives are that we just got on tiktok at the right time and we kept with it and we stuck with it and we stuck together
3: and a testament to your your because it you can just get on the app but you have to push yourself and and work hard and that's i keep attesting to abby like thank you there's one thing like yeah you can get on the app and think you'll blow up but consistency and she just kept going and working working and she really like would just bring me into it because I was like I said I was like oh man this is like so much like posting editing and we and and we just we just want to help out
2: as much as possible because even our conversation um earlier today I was like asking you guys like management agents and I'm just like always wanting just to help people because I'm like if if we can do this, anyone can do it. Like anyone can work with an agent. Anyone can be signed with management. Like if if that's what you want to do. So
3: I think there's something like like what fulfills us now is like helping other people who not not like they like help me help me, but like just sending someone like some guidance or sending someone some you know info on something. I'm always like, hey, is, do you want?
2: Do, here's my manager's. Uh, do you want a management? Yeah. Like I'll I'll if you're interested, I'll reach out to them or it's very or agencies like and, to help. And I do so, that with modeling too cause yeah. that's I just always love helping people if I can and just like sharing. I love to share. Like I love to share my entire life and everything and everything that I can. So um, that's what we just hope to continue to do. And, and if that means our podcast growing, if that means us becoming host one day on a tv show like we always like that's uh oh, are that's, you manifesting that's, are that's you amazing manifesting? like that would be great but like yeah we're gonna if, make that happen if, if that just that's what i'm saying if the things happen great like we're always open to like new things and and doing new things but right now we're just like i said just so happy in in the moment so it's kind of hard to like want something else right now i love it that's
0: amazing that's cool. Thank you guys so much for coming on the podcast and for sharing your guys' story because I know so many people look up to you guys and absolutely just adore you guys and your family. And we didn't have a, like a lot of time for assumptions, but people have got to know, do you guys call your daughter Poot in real life?
2: Crazy, Josh does. He does it more than me.
3: I, I do it, <laughs> but I call her a uh, pop star and like I play on it. I'm like Pootsin pooterson
2: it's so funny because i used to i used to call her poot all the time obviously when i was doing all these tiktoks and something just happened she became a toddler and i was like she's poppy like i don't know now that she's got her personality i'm just like she's poppy but i'm catching myself because now i say poppy a lot more than poot and people are like who's poppy (laughs) and i'm like Oh, I'm like, oh no. So I love calling her pop star, Popsicle, uh, Poopy, Poopster. Like we literally, everything yeah. we call her. But yeah, M-P-P. no, Um, get it very, uh, her her nickname is Poot. Her name is Poppy. Um, And I think it's an, a cute name.
0: <laughs> no, I love it. That's so fun. That was like, that Probably. was the number one assumption was her name's not actually Poot. Like yeah. I, actually, my, my actual favorite assumption was, that you guys don't like us <gasps> that was my favorite one that that we awesome. don't like you was...
1: yeah somebody put in our question box like i assume they actually don't like you guys it's like... <laughs>
2: oh
3: well i just met you guys today and i love you guys so.
2: yeah, no, and i was gonna say, I, re- I reached out to kenzie first i was like she's not following me i, re- I remember this like constantly Abby, messaging like, it over
0: me yeah so
2: like no i feel like You don't like me. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, no. I feel like we... Go around and
0: start telling people. That's her like claim to fame. That's like claim to fame. Abby reached out to me. Oh, no.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, no. It is... It's crazy. But there's no one in this space that we don't like. There's no creator that like... Like I said, we don't collab or meet people in person a lot. But there's no one that I haven't talked to or chatted with online that it's like, I don't... I don't know how you don't like someone. I'm like, how... (laughs)
0: Okay, that. wait. Sorry, one more th- off topic, but I had to know this. Who, like, who, who have you guys met? Like, because obviously you're friends with Chris, and he is like so into the like fame world now. Like, <laughs> seeing all these famous people, it's amazing. I'm like love following everything he does. But who have you guys met? That's like so fun, or that you never thought you'd like be in connection
2: with?
3: Well, I was in a movie uh, with. Uh... Oh my god,
2: but that was pre pre. Pretty... <laughs> Josh says he knows Channing Tatum because he was in a movie with Channing Tatum. Mark like and Channing oh. Tatum. I, you're, that's
1: your claim to fame.
2: Josh I hung out at. Two-
3: I hung out at Applebee's with both of them. It was really fun, but
2: Josh, that's says. my claim to fame. <laughs> but no, um, it is kind of weird. We only, literally, I've only met Chris in person. Um, but like, it's pretty cool. Like, I text like megan trainer like i have like and i love her so much but i've never met her but i think she's just so amazing and so sweet and just she's i it's just crazy she's megan trainer and she's like like how how
0: am i texting like that's oh that's so
2: weird josh's phone just started playing megan trainer that is weird (laughs) that's weird i think my
3: watch picked it up that's weird
2: um but yeah uh gosh who there's so many people I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't,
3: like I don't even know. Like I think just like random people like connecting. Oh, I like it's
2: crazy. Like Jessica Alba follows yeah. me. Like you know what I'm saying. Like that's cool. Jessica, like, oh,
0: like how do you know who I am? Not right, because we love
3: honest. We like love. we use all the honest products, so that's pretty cool. Like,
0: yeah, there's oh, yeah. Just,
2: yeah. sorry. Who, what are you
0: saying? who would you love, who would you like love to meet in real life? Is there like somebody that you'd love? Like obviously Megan Trainor because you like are yes. con- like in connection.
2: Um, if there's someone there that I like, someone you i don't have a connection. Like I don't know, but I would love to meet. It's kind of crazy. I would love to meet. um, mm, I would love to meet Kylie Jenner right now. Oh. From what she's she's on TikTok and she's making these videos, and I just I just would love to meet her and just really just love to know how she is in person. Like really know I her. That. I don't know. We
1: love- we we're, so we're, we're, we're
2: here kardashian. for that hey i'm yeah.
0: manifesting
2: that it's like i'm not i don't really follow them a lot like i i know i watch their show and stuff but like i'm not a kardashian huge super fan but just like seeing kylie posting and like mm-hmm. seeing things her Haley bieber i would love to meet and just like generally just oh. like talk to them and just know yeah. their world in life like i'm just so curious
0: totally. i love that I love so love much that. I
2: josh love josh who do you want to meet i honestly
3: i i don't know I'm Like i'm oh you would uh
1: my
2: wife is Abby Herbert yeah I, I, I honestly Not like don't I'm like Ed Sheeran John, oh yeah John maybe, Mayer yeah maybe
3: okay there you go Ed, Ed Sheeran I'd love to meet him and hang out that's
2: good oh no Not Lewis Capaldi. Capaldi
3: or Lewis do you guys
2: know Lewis Capaldi he sings um oh my god what's he saying <laughs> I'm blanking
3: <laughs> what's he um, saying
2: a lot of songs. oh my god he sings he's he's big on TikTok he's so so funny um, but I'm blanking even on, after all this time. His new one? Oh, I don't know. Mm. Uh, this is so embarrassing, but I can not I always do that to myself yeah, too. I'm like yeah, so I love so this far. person and I don't know their songs or don't know their name.
0: love <laughs> this person but I don't know their name, but it's okay.
2: <laughs> no, but uh look him up after. He you wouldn't you'll definitely know his songs. Um, but yeah, no so we're I mean we love to meet people and collab and Josh isn't a big traveler, but we're working on it in uh, <laughs> Um, so fun. yeah that's kind of where we're at in our life and we're just that's it. so happy and grateful for all of this
1: yeah well thank you guys for coming on today we're so grateful for you guys
2: no yeah. thank yeah, you thank so you for much for having us, having we appreciate us. It. and like we i said on
1: facetime all day long every day
2: <laughs> yes. i know this is great this is great like Once i said on um on our podcast you guys will have to do an all girl episode because i'd love to yeah. love to chat girl stuff because he's clueless when it comes to pop culture yes yeah. exactly thank you guys so much thank you. Thank,
0: you. thank you and we always have our guests close out with us um so we do we'll see you next week on the and then we all say Codependent Codependent podcast. Podcast. okay okay so i'll i'll, I'll do it and then everyone can join in okay so, let's do okay. it okay <laughs> we'll see you guys next week on the Codependent, Co-dependent podcast.
1: podcast!
2: Yay! Thank
0: you. So awesome. <laughs> Did we do it? Thank you, guys. Thank All you, right, thanks, guys. Okay, okay,
1: okay. Thank you so much, you guys. Seriously, we loved meeting you, and I'm just excited to. Is yours gonna come out this week? It will. Be, yeah. It will be- Seeking the truth never gets old.